Hey guys, the wizard here. So we're gonna bring you a, a brand new uh, creepypasta narration, and the title is "God Was Forced to Leave Heaven." So uh, kick back, relax, smoke a little flower, and hope you guys enjoy. A few years ago, I decided to quit the priesthood. I dedicated more than thirty-five years of my life to the Lord, and followed him and his word blindly. The church became more important than everything to me. It was my home, sanctuary, a place where I felt most at peace. My unconditional love was to God. Not few were the days when I overlooked the neglect my family for him. Then, one day, my wife got sick. I prayed and I prayed. I hoped he would listen. She only lasted five days after the diagnosis. It spread so fast in her body, the doctors said they have never seen anything like that before. Yet, I didn't renounce God. I said that if that was what he wanted, so be it. Two years after that, my daughter had an accident while coming home from school. It was winter, she slipped on the ice and hit her head violently. She passed away two hours later at the hospital. I felt like nothing made sense anymore. I felt like being subjected to twisted tests and monstrous things were building up inside me. I started doubting not only God, but his existence too. What kind of a ruthless, wretched, and faceless God would allow something like this to happen? What kind of monster that held power over everything would allow two innocent and beautiful souls to be taken like that? I remember screaming at the skies when I lost all my composure. I never asked you for anything. I was a faithful soldier. I spread your word to everyone. Yet, you let the two loves of my life die. You take them away from me. Why? If you are out there, give me a sign. Answer me! I shouted. <laughs> Nothing. Fuck you, you fucking coward! I yelled, flipping off the sky and ripping my collar. That was the last day for me as a priest. Preaching the word of the Lord came to an end at that exact moment. I gave in to drinking. It seemed the only logical thing to do. Alcohol was always considered to be the most effective short-term memory loss enabler. That's what I wanted to forget about my misery just for a few hours. Shortly after that, I found myself wasting away in a different bar every day. Then the unspeakable happened. I learned about the most frightening thing in the world. It was Wednesday night, about eight o'clock or so. Jack, the bartender, 
who saved my life once after finding me intoxicated and passed out in the park, poured me a double shot of whiskey on the rocks. That's all I was getting for that night. He wouldn't give me any more. He said he didn't want to feel guilty if I died from psoriasis or any other alcohol-related consumption diseases. How goes it, Jack? I asked, sipping on my drink. Not too bad, Thomas. How about you, bud? I groaned and didn't say anything. I began studying the whiskey. I asked myself why alcohol has such a strong effect on us. Why do we drink it? We do it no matter how we feel. If we're sad and depressed, we drink to drown those bad feelings away. If we're happy, we drink it so we can celebrate important events in our life. We also use it when we're poor, a few drops on the grave or of a passed away buddy to honor their memory. A man stormed to the bar. He almost kicked the doors down. I could feel something was off about him. He looked straight at me. I saw a fear in his eyes that shook me to the core. The rather particular thing I noticed was that every other person in the bar seemed to ignore what had just happened. They just carried on with their mundane conversations and whatnot. I'll have a vodka, please. He told Jack, almost out of breath. I ignored him and carried on sipping of my whiskey. There was a sense of impending doom floating in the air. The man had something wrong about him. I wasn't scared of him, but by what he brought with him, I felt he carried an all-too-heavy burden. I didn't know if it was guilt, fear, sadness, or another thing. The only thing I knew was that whatever he had to say was terrifying. I need to talk to you before you go, Father. It's coming soon. I can't do anything to stop it. He said, staring me blankly right in the eye. He looked so lost, so empty, defeated almost. Don't call me that. I stopped being a priest a long time ago. Are you alright? I asked him, seeing his entire body shiver. His hand was shaking violently as he drank. He continued to stare at me. I felt my heart rising in my throat. There was just never-ending feeling of deep fear and hopelessness and wretchedness that this man transmitted. I'm sorry, Father. I wish I had or did something about the passing of your family. I simply couldn't. The odd man said, bursting into tears. I am... was God. I felt shivers run down my spine. Anger and fear took a hold of me, clouding my judgment. I squeezed the glass so hard it broke. 
listen, man, I don't know who the hell you are or who sent you, but I swear I'll beat the living hell out of you if you don't leave. I said, instantly judging myself. I was never a a violent person. Jack, did you hear what this man just said? Yeah, he said he wanted a vodka, bud. I gave it to him. He replied. No, after that, man. Didn't you hear what he said a few seconds ago? I asked. Jack just gave me a confused stare raising an eyebrow. This was getting very strange. It was either they were all messing with me or I didn't have a goddamn clue as to what was going on. Only you can hear everything I say. Now, do you believe me or not? He then grabbed my wrist and pressed hard on it. I saw land burning and there were creatures unknown to me fighting each other and getting killed in a gruesome way they were pulling each other's eyes out they were eating each other flesh and blood were flying in the air it was morbidly decorated the once beautiful land it looked like one grotesque painting. I heard a Metallica scream somewhere in the distance. I was petrified with fear. I froze in place, unable to move. I looked the man in the eye and screamed, falling off my chair. His grip left a a circular burn on my wrist. Jack, what's going on? I cried. You lost balance and fell, Thomas. Be more careful next time. He said. This, this wasn't happening. It couldn't be possible. I scanned the room for a quick second. Everybody acted like I just fell off my chair. Like I was drunk. Thomas, I'm sorry for all this. I wish it could have been different. What I have to say is very important. Please, there's not much time. They are coming. The man said. I I nodded. This was impossible for me to believe. After all those years and after all I've been through, God came to me? I I felt fear was clogging my arteries. I, I felt like a bomb ready to explode. Heaven is burning. It's almost dead. Soon to be wiped out of existence. I don't think anything could save it. He said. I just stared at him, dumbfounded. He he told me everything and what I wanted to learn will haunt me for the rest of my life. When he created heaven, he, he did it. He knew there were more gods. Some were good. He, he could find allies. Others were so evil, so diabolical that they could wipe him from heaven in a second. That's why he camouflaged heaven, hell, and our planet as a precautionary measure. He told me heaven was like a paradise. The souls of our dear departed, the ones who did nothing but good in their life, were 
allowed to ascend there in the afterlife. The angels were not as we all knew them. They had a different appearance. God made them in a, a way meant to strike the utmost fear in their enemies if there was a battle going on. And there were a lot of battles throughout time. With lesser gods, the devil, heaven always won. Easily so. But not this time. This was absolutely frightening. Even for God. I did manage to hide every single soul from heaven to another place I've created. You never knew about it because I never allowed it. A smaller heaven, the endless sanctuary, he said. I stood aghast. I wanted to ask something, but he cut me off before I could pop the question. Yes, your daughter and wife are safe, he assured me. He also told me he created an endless amount of new angels. They were his most powerful soldiers, the Mecca angels. I'll use the angels against those evil beings. Against the screaming one. He said with a, a trembling voice. One day, a deafening scream resounded across heaven. It happened a few years ago years by mankind's way of measuring time. Up there, it was mere minutes. The scream instantly killed some of the angels, turning them to ash. Those who were up there in the ranks tried to fight, but soon lost too. God managed to save the souls of the departed, some of the angels, archangels, and saints. He hid them in the endless sanctuary. He said he even thought to forgive Lucifer and ask him to join their fight, but it was too late. Before heaven, they destroyed hell. The devil wasn't dead, he vanished. God tried to find him, but didn't manage to do so. Heaven was almost gone. He left it briefly so he could take care of the little he had saved. He told me he had even managed and the nick of time to move the tree of life from heaven to the endless sanctuary. If the tree got destroyed, that would end everything. God, heaven, humankind, and our planet. He stopped and sighed. When I left heaven, I saw their silhouettes, slender and tall, piercing and screaming to the heavens, killing my beautiful creations. My children. It was horrifying to look at, Thomas. I've never been afraid of anything before. This was the first time. Do you know how awful it feels? He asked. Yes, I, I do. You're, you're passing that fear on to me right now. I've never even thought this kind of fear even existed, I replied. He gave me the last details about the screaming ones. Those terrified me. I was a, a statue, frozen in place in the bar stool. Their face was just a gigantic spiraling mouth. The shiny and pointy teeth kept chattering while the waves of sound screaming made blitherated everything in their path. He grabbed my wrist one more time, then I was taken off into heaven. I saw one of them. 
It came to me. He started screaming, and I, I felt my whole body trembling. My skin was falling off, blood pouring on the ground. I, I saw how I would die. It was a picture I would never forget in my life. I think that's how I, I will die if they ever come here on earth. And then God left, salvaged, but he could. He felt like a part of him was murdered, ripped away, and killed in cold blood. Heaven was a screaming bloodbath. You were one of my faithful servants, Thomas. Your work and devotion never went unnoticed. That's why I chose you today, he said. I could barely find the words to even to everything he said. I just stood there, watching him telling me the tale of how heaven was almost murdered. I couldn't understand, yet I believed him with every single inch in my mind. You know, each prayer works. When you pray to me, the words you say empower me. They give me the strength and make me stronger. You are my most beautiful creation, and I love every single one of you, and you have your flaws. But you don't need to be perfect. That's why I made you like this. Is that all we need to do to help? I asked. He nodded and let out a sigh. He told me that we even know how strong the power of prayer is. Before leaving, he asked me to share this with whomever I could. That's why I decided to write it down here. He also told me that the final war against the Screaming Ones will take place in five days. If you start hearing screams coming from the sky, then I have failed everyone in everything. Your prayers will not work, because I'll be dead. He said right before he left the bar. These past four days have been nerve-wracking. I couldn't sleep because I was so afraid of everything that could happen. Wherever God is, we should all be praying. Pray as much as you can because this is the last day. Pray we will never hear the screams coming from the sky. Hey y'all, this is the wizard, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, part two of this creepy pasta uh, featuring Mountain Man. Hey hey, so uh, hope you guys enjoyed that creepy pasta. Uh, just look out for um, more in the future. All right, take care, guys. Peace. <laughs>